1: Plus. Let's get to today's top stories brought to you by Alvarez Plumbing and Air Conditioning. Good morning, Chris.
0: Good morning. Rays star shortstop Wander Franco under arrest in the Dominican Republic. The player appeared at the district attorney's office in Puerto Plata on Monday. He's accused of having inappropriate relationships with underage girls. He had been on administrative leave dating back to August, and he didn't play the rest of the season after that happened, as the league was investigating these allegations. And now Franco will be arraigned in the D.R. on Wednesday. Prosecutors are requesting that he be kept
1: in jail for the time being without bail. Obviously, this is not the development you were hoping for if you were a Rays fan or part of the Rays organization. Uh, you were hoping that, uh, you know, these allegations would be found to be untrue and he'd be back with the team and... They'd start their 2024 season with their star player uh, on the field. Sounds like that is not going to be the case. A really rough start for uh, Franco and the Rays. And this is really serious. I mean, these were serious allegations, but there was no news. There were no developments for quite a while. So you didn't know where this was all going. And then all of a sudden you had these two major developments where uh, I guess prosecutors wanted to talk to him. He didn't show up. And now uh, he's been arrested, so it doesn't sound like it's trending in the right direction. No, there were some questions
0: also about the uh, victims in the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they were being investigated for uh, you know how truthful their stories were. But apparently, it's serious enough that they have detained him in the Dominican Republic. And like you said, that's a bad sign, not only for him but for the race as and an you, organization.
1: You just wonder who does he have around him advising him that you don't show up to talk to prosecutor. Like you think that's going to go over well? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what. What's going on there? Who's in his orbit? But it doesn't sound like it's great people. Yeah. So Florida
0: shoppers can start the new year by saving a few bucks. The state's sales tax holiday for back to school items went into effect on Monday. It applies to most school supplies selling for fifty dollars or less. And it also applies to computers and related accessories selling for fifteen hundred
1: dollars or less. It runs through January 14th. You're right, Dana. Uh, you were uh, complaining about this earlier because you, what, just purchased a laptop?
2: Yeah, my son got a pretty expensive laptop for Christmas that we paid tax on. Yeah. And now I find out that if we had just wait, made him wait till after Christmas, like maybe we could have wrapped up a picture of it and been like, it's coming, bud. Yeah, there <laughs> as you soon go. As I don't have to pay the taxes <laughs> on it. That
0: would have been a great idea. <laughs> well, and it just seems poorly thought out, doesn't it? I mean, everybody's tapped out after the holidays. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, everybody, buy a laptop and school supplies, you know, on January 1st. Like you said, if you wanted to have the best impact on sales, you would have done it during the holiday shopping.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Leading up to uh, their Christmas holiday or even in that week between Christmas and the new year when... Kids are off and parents have time to go uh, shopping. Like, are are they starting today to go shopping?
2: I don't know. But kids are still off all this week. Oh, they are off all this week. Last week and they're off all this week, too, which is kind of weird that they they don't go back. Depends on the county. Yeah, but But Hillsborough County, they're off this week. And I totally forgot about it. Last night, I told my (laughs) son, like, you got all your stuff ready for school. He's like, Mommy, I don't have school.
1: I remember when I thought when I was in school. It was like right after the new year, you went back, yeah. kind of like how we are today here on the show.
2: Yeah, no, the the kids in Hillsborough County have another whole week off.
0: Wow. Well, the trend in Florida is to have less school. Yeah, so, you know they got to <laughs> right. the less school the better, right? Yeah. How about that? So talk about a jinx. Governor DeSantis ordered the state capitol to be lit in Florida State University's colors. You know the garnet and gold mm-hmm. as a mark of respect for their undefeated football record this year and being wrongfully excluded from the college football playoffs. Desantis made the announcement Saturday, just hours before the FSU Seminoles and Georgia Bulldogs squared off in the Orange Bowl. Final score: Bulldogs sixty-three,
1: FSU three.
2: Oh. <gasps> Mm. That is really Mm. rough.
1: I don't know if I had a hot take in 2023 that got as much blowback as my uh, Florida State should be excluded from the college football playoff and Alabama should be in. Oh, yeah.
2: You got some serious hate. Worse than anything about politics (laughs) or anything else, that video got a lot of nasty comments. Where are those
1: people now? Yeah, well, now I, I will say Florida State had a lot of players, I think 17 of them or so, who didn't play. Play for various reasons. They sat out, they entered the transfer portal, all that kind of stuff. Um, but... That's a horrible showing. That is embarrassing. And if you are undefeated and you believe that you were wrong and that you should have been in, what's the thing to do? It's to go beat... Georgia, mm-hmm. the previous number 1 team, uh, to go beat them as badly as Georgia beat Florida State and to send a message to the rest of the country and remain undefeated just in case Alabama were to have upset Michigan or Texas were to have beaten Washington. Uh, but that's not what happened. There's a broader issue with college football and these bowl games. and Terrible we saw scores. It, yeah, terrible scores, and we saw it with the local one, the Reliant West Bowl, where you just got too many players sitting out now the bowl games mean absolutely nothing uh, aside from the the four teams in the playoff um you just have a lot of players sitting out they're in the middle of transferring uh, so they're not playing and the games take a big hit there's a lack of interest it's brutal you know i can't believe i'm saying this but i actually think i
0: liked it better when you had the two teams in the poll Playing for the national title and then the bowl games on New Year's actually meant something. Yeah. Because yeah. all those other teams in the top 10 would be playing for something important. Right. And if they played really well, they might even be able to jump a ranking depending yeah. on how the national title game went. Mm-hmm. Now you got this huge mess. You got the four teams. No one's going to be satisfied because you're going to have some undefeated teams and some other lesser conference not yeah. get in. And then the bowl games, you know, they just don't have the you know the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl. They just right. don't have the same impact that they used to have when they were uh, when they had the poll system. Now, so that
1: was a great game between Alabama and Michigan uh, last night. Yeah, uh, apparently, the Texas Washington game was pretty good too. But for some reason, college football decided to start that game at eight forty-five. I think halftime was like uh, at almost eleven. A Monday night football game last night. They moved that game to I don't know. I think it was like Friday, Saturday, or something like that. So they get the whole day to do this, and they decide to start one game. At at five o'clock and another game at eight forty-five. i mean how stupid is that it's yeah. it's uh a blow to the fans uh, like there was no way like i didn't even bother putting the texas washington game on it was too late
0: yeah i mean i think the the national title game itself has potential to be good yeah but they have got to do something about the other games and and yeah. how these how the the whole structure of this works and and like you said even the scheduling is not right. good right uh
1: but I'm not going to rub it into Florida State fans. I do think Alabama was representative uh, in that game against Michigan. They they look like they belong, and I don't think Florida State, even at full strength, would have played that. Maybe they ought to stay way. in
0: the ACC. What do you think? <laughs>
1: Uh, So Michigan and Washington, they're going to be playing for the national championship uh, next week. All right, Chris Trankman with Today's Top Stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. Let's get right back to it. Today's Top Stories brought to you by Alvarez Plumbing and Air Conditioning. Good morning, Chris.
0: Good morning. So Rays star Wander Franco is under arrest in the Dominican Republic. That's according to multiple reports after the uh, Rays player appeared at the district attorney's office in Puerto Plata on Monday. He's accused of having inappropriate relationships with underage girls. He was placed on administrative leave in August as the league investigated these allegations. Franco will be arraigned on Wednesday and they've uh, requested
1: that he stay in jail without bail. Yeah, so that's taken a turn for the worse there.
2: Yeah, well, there were some questions about whether or not the one girl, the first girl we heard about, was actually underage because of some of the pictures on Instagram. It looked like she was driving. It looked like she had alcohol. Is she really that young? But If they investigated and now he's under arrest, not not good. No.
0: Well, he apparently didn't show up uh, at an earlier request by prosecutors for a meeting. Yeah. And that didn't go over well. And so after um, he did finally meet with them and discussing these issues with them, they decided that they were going to detain him. This is
1: uh, really bad scenario for the Rays because they have a lot invested in this player and a team like the Rays they don't have a lot of room to operate it's not like they can just go sign a free agent a big name free agent to take his spot and to um you know recoup that productivity on the field so losing Wander Franco and it sounds like I mean I don't see him playing anytime soon based on this news.
2: Yeah, I don't think this is, is going to have a good outcome at all.
1: No, he had been out indefinitely going into this and these latest developments. It was uh, like you mentioned a couple of days ago. It was that he didn't show up to this meeting with a prosecutor. That was problematic. You didn't know what the hell was going on there. And then word of him uh, being arrested. uh not
0: good yeah but he's still with the team and yeah as of right now they you know they have that huge contract with him mm-hmm. if he were to uh you know depart under these circumstances i guess the rays would not have to um uh, you know they wouldn't be obligated to pay the two hundred million dollars although there's probably going to be a settlement involved there right that would be my guess uh but in the meantime you're right i mean the rays uh have been able to be competitive all these years with really uh, you know, smart management and mm-hmm. what they have available. They're not like the LA Dodgers, who can just go out and sign some guy for a trillion bucks.
1: Yeah, two guys you know. for a trillion dollars. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, it's just, literally uh, it uh, Showa Otani, but yeah, Yamamoto. It was a yeah, yeah, felt like a trillion. Whatever you know, right? <laughs> the yeah. sky's the limit with those places, uh-huh. and and that's not the case here. And it's unfortunate because you're right; they had invested in him. He was a great player, uh, but with this hanging over the team and 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 him. Uh, I just don't know if they come back from it.
1: Yeah. And one of the ways the Rays are so competitive is they develop these young players and they expect them to be stars for a while. And usually they eventually get rid of them. They trade them for more assets. And that's how they keep things, you know, moving and stay competitive. With this one, this was one player where they invested. Financially, in him because they felt like he was going to be uh, the star of the team, the face of the franchise for right. years to come. And then to have all of this happen, just really uh, unfortunate.
0: So if you think Tampa is starting to look like Pittsburgh in the 1960s, uh, you may be right. Not quite that bad, though. The air quality getting worse. In fact, the air quality in Tampa was some of the worst in the country following a patchy fog uh zone that, that showed up in our area and then it combined with all the smoke from new year's fireworks and uh and then that sometimes the uh, forestry service does burns in the area so all this combines to make the air you know
1: i noticed terrible. when i went outside yesterday to take stetson for a walk i noticed that it smelled like something was burning and i was looking around and it was hazy and i'm thinking is there a, a giant fire somewhere you know near my apartment complex or what's going on out there i didn't know what was happening and then i read about that where it was a combination of of fireworks, which are really annoying. Uh I'm just going to put that out there. Yes. Fourth of July, I get it. New Year's Eve, I, I kind of understand, but it's still annoying. Uh, and they never stop. People and were they st-
2: lighting fireworks on Christmas Eve, super late really? into the night around oh, yeah. my neighborhood. Yes, it was ridiculous Christmas on Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. Yes, moms were complaining in the mom group at like 2 o'clock in the morning, who is lighting off fireworks right now? Kids wow. are trying to sleep.
1: Nothing says the celebration of the birth of Jesus like <laughs> getting drunk and setting off explosives. So, yeah. Uh, well, and the fireworks in the backyard. I mean, I you know. Yeah. I, I just it just
0: seems like you can you know be more responsible than that. And then how about the people shooting the guns too? I mean, we could do without that. Yeah.
1: There's so. always something like that. There's always a couple of those stories. But I didn't know what was going on that made it uh, look like that so hazy and the smell of smoke. And, well, now and you that's know. what it was. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, when you have fog and then you have uh, smoke from other things mm-hmm. like a controlled burn or fireworks, it combines to create an even worse like a super fog. Yeah. And we've had incidents on I-4 uh, where it was so thick that cars crashed into each other and then you end up with a pileup. Mm. And we've had people killed as a result of these situations. I-75 has had, had those incidents as well. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they ranked us at the bottom for uh, not just in the Tampa area, but much of the Florida Peninsula uh, around New Year's. Now, hopefully that will clear out and it won't stay that way. It's right. not like we've got steel mills, you know, yeah, exactly. stuff around the clock. but uh, but it is a problem at this
1: time of year it's actually speaking of the weather it's gonna get like colder throughout the day today like it's it's warmer out now than it will be when we're done with the show oh yeah yeah i like that that's good yeah Uh, i i just like it when it's consistent i don't like those days where you start your day and it's 50 degrees and you end your day and it's like 72 Mm -hmm. because i feel like then you're going through you know wardrobe changes in the middle of the day i'm not layers right right i'm not a performer at a concert (laughs) doing multiple wardrobe changes here uh that, so, at least if it's consistently cold today, then I can deal with that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. And, you know, here, if it doesn't rain, that's a positive as well. Right. We had some cold, rainy days. Yeah, we did. The holiday, which, you know, we, we could do without that. No fun. So, Israel is withdrawing several thousand troops from the Gaza Strip. The defense force says nearly th- after three months of war, this fighting is taking a toll on the Israeli economy. So, they're going to do a pause. This comes at the same time that the Israel Supreme Court struck down a new law that takes away authority from the Supreme Court. Mm. The uh, move by the conservative government of Benjamin Netanyahu, they passed a law earlier last year uh, that essentially canceled the ability of the Supreme Court of Israel to strike down laws based on something called unreasonableness. They don't have a constitution the way we do. So they have different means of determining whether a law is, is legit or not. And it was frustrating conservatives because this court kept striking down a number of the laws. So they wanted to get rid of that ability of the court. And the court said, if you do that, then the prime minister and the uh the knesset will be able to have absolute power
1: yeah they can do whatever they want there were huge protests in response to that push for that law by benjamin netanyahu uh i noticed that hamas uh, rang in the new year by firing some rockets over uh, towards israel so hmm. um instead More of version of fireworks yeah yeah instead of fireworks they they did that but uh, the fighting continues uh, over there and there's just been some awful stories that we've uh we've had Come out of uh, Israel and Gaza in recent weeks. So yeah,
0: this pause isn't going to be permanent, though. No, and so this is not the end of the war. Israel's making it very clear, yeah. you know, that they're they're sort of retooling mm-hmm. and that they will be, you know, going back in. Right. But this is really the first time that they've taken a significant step back from uh, the fighting uh, after three months. Um, now, what that means for their strategy is not clear. Obviously, Netanyahu facing you know a lot of criticism that. He was thinking maybe it was like what Putin thought in Ukraine. He would go in there, blow up a bunch of stuff, it would be quick. And now he's having to retool, and and now he's saying that this war is going to be going on for for some time.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's kind of what most people expected going into this, that it was going to be a long, drawn out conflict. Uh, Chris Trankman with today's top stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. The Ryan Gorman Show, 5 to 9 every weekday morning on News Radio WFLA.